standing here from the water. Hello, hello everybody. This is Dennis Allen and you're listening to the Dennis Allen City Boy Homesteader podcast. A city boy who gave it all up to find happiness, financial freedom, and a better way to live life. We can only do it if we all work together. Today is Music Monday, February 4th, 2019, and this is episode number two. On Mondays, I'm calling it Music Monday, and this is where we talk about anything music-related going on in my life, or anything going on in the Valley, or any of the great music venues we have in the hood. Um, Since this is the first Music Monday, I'm going to be talking about um, personally what's going on in my direct punch of a music realm, um, anything from the <laughs> the rock quarry that I'm taking and I'm building into the music venue, we already had a couple music festivals, to the killer open mic that we have at the Inglebean Coffee Shop. So stay tuned, uh, it's going to be a great episode. Before we jump into everything, I just want to thank our number one sponsor, the Inglebean Coffee House, that's right, it is the coffee house that I own. So I had a very easy sell to get them to be a sponsor. Um, We're going to talk about them a lot today, so I'm not going to talk too much about them. But they are giving out free cookies, so anybody out there, like Rebecca Lloyd, thank you guys. The Lloyds, you guys are great. Um, Anybody in the community, Joe Ebling, get a cookie, man. I see these shares out there. Steve, everybody. Um, Yeah, so obviously the Inglebean Coffee Shop, near and dear to my heart, so they are our best sponsor, um, but we're going to talk about them, we're going to talk about Elk Creek, so maybe Elk Creek will be a sponsor one day, who knows what's going on in my hood. Um, so before we get into the Inglebean, the I want to start off with saying I have no music background, I was not a big music concert goer or going to you know shows, things like that. Um, I always liked music growing up. I listened to, uh, I guess whatever was in my neighborhood. So it was like a lot of rap. Um, I liked Spanish music. I didn't understand it. I didn't speak Spanish, but it was always around pretty much just what it was on radio. I wasn't very, um, I was open to any kind of music, but I wasn't, I didn't have, uh, any exposure to really any different genres of music. Um, for the most part, you know, growing up, I did have my mother's old records like the um, she had some Beatles. She had uh, Grateful Dead and uh, Panama Red, Panama Red. He'll steal your woman, then he'll rob your head. Panama Red. So as you can tell, I'm not a singer. I don't play any kind of instruments. I um, in Bryson. When I uh, I would play the the desk drums all the time, so that's the extent of my talent. Um, so I'm not a real big music guy, but um, I did like going to concerts. I went to a couple great concerts, and you know I did like you know certain bands I listened to, like like the Beastie Boys, and I got to hang out with them, you know, backstage a couple not a couple times, one time. Um, but I did go backstage with a bunch of different bands. Um, I guess so there could be stories one day. But it's more just telling you that I really i am not a music geek. I don't know much about music. I don't really follow any bands, pretty much. 
Um, but I did buy this property out here. You know, my whole story is the City Boy Homesteader. What the heck does this have to do with music? Probably nothing, but you don't have to listen to Mondays. If you don't like anything to do with music, uh, don't listen. I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to talk, because there's a lot of people that like music. So I came out here, and you know that I bought my homestead, and I said there's a rock quarry on it. Well, the former owner, Brian, uh, not Brian Easy, Brian Futhi, uh, Stone Meadow Farms, uh, check him out, stonemeadowfarms.com, I think, or .farm, stonemeadow.farm is the website that I built for him. Um, so he's, uh, he's my neighbor, and he's the one that sold me the little piece of property. He still has the farm, but he sold me the um, old rock quarry. And he, his plan, um, he, he, he was out in this area for a very long time, I think since the 70s, so my whole life. And he always had a vision of building a, a stage in the rock quarry. So that was talked about maybe once or twice um, prior to it being built. And so what had happened, we, uh, I had the, from the rock quarry, the money shot is way above the rock quarry. So if you're looking at the stage, um, I don't know if this makes sense on audio, but anyway, so the rock quarry is, like I said, you, you kind of, Say if you're picturing like a big Teletubby hill or something and they, you just start chewing into it and then you make it a left into the hill. So the hill still continues um, up to about 120 feet. The hill is about around 120 feet high from the road and the, where the creek level is. So say that's water level. Um, we are definitely not at sea level. Um, our altitude here... Is I'm around twelve fifty somewhere around there, so just for math purposes, say no. Let's not use the real altitude because that's going to get confusing. So the road is at zero feet. The you drive into the hill. When you're in the quarry, you're looking around. You're kind of surrounded by rock wall. You could see a little bit of the road, you know, that you took in, but it's you know surrounded by trees and everything, and you know, trees. So the rocks. Above you are, it's about a 60-foot high cliff. The top of the hill is about 120 feet. Where I'm building is around maybe 100 feet. So we needed a road from the rock quarry because that was the, the road was built for the rock quarry. The little bridge that you enter on my property is, uh, it looks like a real creaky old bridge. And it's leaning because there's a sinkhole there, a cave. But if you look underneath, it has about maybe a two-foot beam um, because it was built for the rock quarry. So you had to have these monster vehicles um, driving it all the time. So when you're in there, um, you're looking up. I'm living up there. So I needed to build a road going up to the quarry. And um, Brian made it, you know, he told me that his friend could do it, um, John Clare. He's the uh, the local big earth mover. There are two big dogs in here, pit bulls, that are very rumbunctious. So if you hear them, that's them. So John Clare um, was how he... I had two goals for him. I said, one, build the road, maybe clean up the quarry a little bit or, you know, push it into an area. I didn't know what we could do, but 
he said that we could use a lot of that garbage that's been dumped there since, you know, the 60s or whatever. Um, we could build it into the side of the road. So we took all the garbage, kind of <clears throat> used it for um, the, uh, the side of the road and then all the rock. So because it was just left as a abandoned quarry, a lot of the... Um, rocks were just there still so half of it you couldn't even go into unless you were you know rocking and walking on these big boulders and you know who knows where the who knew where the floor was so we actually used a lot of that rock to build um up into the road going above the quarry to where i'm going to futurely futurely build an earth ship that's right folks an earth ship look at them up they're really cool so one of the it took it, it took a long time. It cost a lot of money. Um, the equipment he had was very very big, and the bigger you go, the bigger the bucks. But you know it it was necessary, and uh, I got a very cool road. It's very steep at one part, and it's kind of scary, but it's all good in my hood. So the last couple of days, maybe Brian came up. He brought his four wheeler, check everything out, and you know we're sitting there talking. He's like, you know. Uh, John could probably build a, you know, build a stage over here. I'm like, really? You think so? He's like, yeah, it'll probably take him a half an hour. Probably, uh, he probably just wants to do it. So I said, all right, let's do it. So I don't know if I told John or Brian told John, because John and Brian are really good friends. But I put it out there. I said, let's uh, build a stage. And I, I don't even know where the dimensions came from. It's about... About six, eight feet. Um, all right, so, oh, this is hard to describe. Think of an oval shape, right? That's kind of like the gist of where the um, quarry is, like a rectangle oval, you know, because everything's round in there. So the left of the oval is where the stage is. The right of the oval is where the big bonfire is. That's right. We have huge bonfires. Um, and then behind, towards the right, is where the road coming in to the quarry is. My three shipping container workshops are outside of the oval, kind of to the right, you know, where the road is. So the oval is pretty much where the main stage uh, theater is, of uh, space. So we built the stage facing, um, obviously, like the bonfire. Everybody would stand in between the two. It's, it's quite big. Uh, and a little bit road going up to the stage. So the stage is about eight feet high. To the left, there's a road that comes from, if you're coming into the quarry, you pass my shipping containers. You're going to stay to the left, um, pass the road going up into the quarry, hug the wall and then you're going to go wrap around to the front where the stage is it's it's all rock he did a great job then he put like the fine rock on there so it's pretty smooth i still have a lot of rock behind the stage too which is cool so if i ever need to do some more building which i actually do need to do building um we're actually going to talk about it pretty soon because uh it's the future of what's going to be needed um, so we did some math with the quarry build, and it looks like we could comfortably fit anywhere from 1,000 or 1,200 people into uh, the quarry. That's if, or actually, I'm not saying if, 
when we get the infrastructure built. Um, but before I talk about the future of the quarry, that's where we are right now. We did have, um, so far, The Rest. It's a uh, local band. They played there. They played the very first concert. We had like a little Halloween concert thing. It was a lot of fun. You know, 30, 50, 100 people came, you know. But for, you know, a little party, yeah, that's great. You know, I really didn't advertise it or anything. You know, we had a, a hell of a time. It wasn't It wasn't even called Quarry Fest. Um, Quarry Fest actually happened from the ride after this. Um, after the rest played there, I bought the Inglebean um, that winter after the... No, actually the next... No, that winter. Wow. Time, there's so much going on. This is crazy. So... We have, uh, wow, yeah, The Rest played, awesome concert. I buy The Inglebean. Um, it was just, you know, The Inglebean is just a cafe. It was only open 7 to 2, Monday through Friday, closed on Sunday, and a few hours on Saturday. Um, I doubled the hours and opened seven days a week, but they didn't have any music because, you know, who's going to have an open mic in the middle of the day. It'd be silly, or in the morning, actually, because it goes at twos. Um, <clears throat> but when I first bought it, I was asking the community, hey, what do we need? You know, I didn't was not thinking of, let's open up till, eh, maybe I had a little nugget in my mind, thinking like, hey, we should do something later. But um, I pretty much put it out there to the community, saying, hey, everybody, what do we, what do we need, you know? People said game night and movie night, things like that. I couldn't really do movie night because I don't want to pay rights for um, movies. Game night really didn't take off. You know, it's hard to get kids out in the winter time or summertime. It could probably be, I don't know. People play games there all the time, so it's, it's you know whatever. But one thing that was suggested was a um, an open mic and a bunch of the old guys, not old guys. But uh, the locals used to have what was called uh, Across the Universe. And what it was, it was an open mic, kind of like a jam session. Um, And they would just go to people's houses every whatever, I think it was Friday nights. And they would go to one person's to the other. And so I said, hey, let's do it at the Inglebean. So that's where the open mic came from. Um, It starts around 7 and it ends at 10. Unfortunately, you have to kick people out at 10.01. Because there are Airbnb rooms upstairs. A lot of times there's people up there, and um, I don't even know who's up there. So, uh, yeah, we close at 10 o'clock. Uh, summertime, we have a lot of bonfires out back. Uh, winter, we have the fireplace on, which is really cool. It's become a hit. Uh, people are from State College are coming down. That's about 30 minutes away. That's the big city. That's where Penn State is. A lot of great talent. A lot of really cool people come out from there. We live in valleys out here, so I'm in Penn's Valley. The valley's so nice. They named it twice. Yeah. Uh, State College is Happy Valley. The other valleys, like once you go further east from here, it's kind of like a great wall because when you're going, there's only one road that goes through the valleys, Route 45. And Woodward is the last town leaving the valley going east, and then you you travel through a very large state park 
called uh, Bald Eagle or something or Poe Valley. It I don't know. There's this. We're surrounded by um, state parks around here, and they all have the same different name, and they're all in each other and next to each other and around each other. It's the strangest thing. I still haven't figured out. There's Bald Eagle. There's Eagle State Park. There's Harry John, there's Poe John and Poe Patty and Slip Slap Happy Wabby. Give your dog a bony, won't he? Um, <laughs> I got distracted. So I tried. So the Bean Open Mic. I don't know why I was telling you. Oh, so people from the other side. Yes, people from East, like Lewistown, are now coming over. It's been it's been really great. We have Rusty Rail. Um, that's a brewery. It's kind of like the same thing as Elk Creek. Elk Creek is. Right next to Inglebean, so people go and get a growler, bring it down, get, you know, whatever kind of, because it's BYOB around here, you could do it. I don't need any special permits, anything like that. So Elk Creek is a local, you know, farmer table. You know, they, they focus on that. Same thing as we do at the Inglebean. You know, we try to get good food. And their brewery, really, really amazing beer. Um, some of the best beer I had, honestly. I'm not saying that because, well, they're not a sponsor. But they're just really good. Also, um, we have the Rusty Rail on the other side of that big, great wall of State Park called Rusty Vale. It's also, they kind of do the same thing. I don't think they focus on local food, but they do have really good beer, and they use um, an old factory or something that used to build cars into. It's a really beautiful place. So they were actually one of the sponsors of Quarry Fest, Fall. That was the second Quarry Fest. And um, see, I'm jumping a gun. So, Inglebing, great open mic. That's a hit. That's one reason. Uh, another reason why I want to do this Music Monday podcast, talk about what's going on there with the open mic, who's there. Maybe we could record and, and play it. Um, one thing I'm dealing with with the problem with open mic is if anybody listening to this podcast, Get in touch with me or comment in the show notes or wherever you're listening. Um, I'll definitely read it and get back to you. But I'm dealing with uh, BMI and rights with music. I mean, that could be probably a whole other podcast. But if anybody knows about rights, they're trying to get me to um, pay them to have open mic. Isn't that crazy? They're not worried about what I'm playing on radio because we're playing pretty much the local radio station. Um, man, that's another thing. I, I got to put a little note, tell you about their local radio station. But I play the local radio station. Uh, I guess I'll just tell you right now. It, uh, WSOB, Sounds of the Valley, 101.7. Um, there is a website. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but it's the local. They are streaming online. Um, that's actually who we had the the two Cory Fests for was um, for them because it's a nonprofit radio station. Um, hmm. Okay, so back to BMI. They're trying to get me to pay them to have open mic, saying that if you play a Beatles song, they need their point seven cents, and the Beatles are going to get one point nothing. They're going to get garbage so anyway that's a little frustrating but i am going to probably have to get some kind of bmi or music rights to have the quarry that's another thing that i'm planning on doing um so i did have quarry fest like what i was leading to with the radio station um we did raise money for them with quarry fest one it was an awesome show let me actually hold i'm going to press pause for a second 
All right, so I just wanted to make sure um, I had everything listed up. So Quarry Fest 1 happened. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. It kind of came from the Inglebean. We were talking about having some kind of festival or doing something, and, uh, you know, we did have the quarry set up, and it was you know, we did have a concert. So me and a couple of local guys, Chris, uh, Matt, uh, Dave, uh, Cole, a bunch of other people. I mean, everybody in the community pulled together. Um, Chris and I were pretty much where we, you know, was, we were sitting around and we kind of, we did most of the work. Uh, I don't want to say that. That's not true. Everybody did a lot, a hell of a lot of work. Um, but him and I kind of, we were the ones from the get-go kind of throwing us together and then we just kept pulling people in. Uh, another one's happening. Well, I'm not jumping to gun yet, but a lot more people are being pulled in. So I don't know. I don't want to make it sound like some are helping more. Anyway, I'm just babbling. Quarry Fest 1 was. It happened. It was all day. Um, I'll just go through the lineup real quick. The rest, that's the first band that played, and they actually opened <laughs> Quarry Fest. Eric Ethan, um, he's a local guy. Abby Duvall, also local. They're all locals. The Told You So's, the Poe Pally Troubadours, Nate Gate, the Delverados, Cole Confer, the Crowflies, Deb Warner and Friends, and then Shizzletang. So it was really cool. We have the main stage. We had a, we have a, a secondary stage. We had some food vendors. Inglebean was there spitting out the hamburgers, which was crazy. Elk Creek donated a whole bunch of kegs of beer. And, you know, there was no tickets. It was just donation-based. You know, everything you want here is kind of free, but, you know, donate, donate, donate. We raised over $1,000 uh, uh, for the radio station. I actually gave them 101.7 to be exact. I had to throw in a couple extra dollars to make that number. But it was a cool number to give them because that's their 101.7 is their call numbers on the radio on your FM dial. So Quarry Fest 1 happened, all those people, it was amazing. Uh, we had two stages. So the first main band, whoever had a whole full band, plays up front. They play for about an hour. Then they pop over to the um, the secondary stage where you have like an acoustic person playing or something as the other one's breaking down, setting up. So you had constant music going on. We didn't need a DJ or anything to for for fluff music in between. The last band when they started playing, or no, 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 the last, second to last band stopped playing. We lit the bonfire. Uh, it was really cool. I guess I'll just tell you the story. We, um, we had some chanters up above the stage where we lit another bonfire, and we had like Native American music and drums and it, chanting. It was so beautiful. And then after that, the Shizzle Tang played, and they played, like, they opened up with some really killer, like, Pink Floyd stuff. They had a big bonfire going. It was crazy. It had, I mean, they were, I came down the next day, um, and there were still people there. Like, they partied all night. It was a beautiful day. Such a success. We did it in, I think it was three weeks. Literally from three weeks, we're like, hey, let's have a music festival. When? What date? I don't even remember what date it was. But I look it up right now, June 2nd. That's right. It was because it was my birthday. My birthday's on the 4th. And uh, we pulled it out. We pulled it, a donkey out of our goat hat. And it was amazing with the help of so many great people in the community. 
Ah, it was so much fun. Quarry Fest Fall. So we were like, hey, let's do it again. Let's have another one in the fall. And we based it around the um, uh, Halloween. Was it Halloween? Yeah, yeah. We did a Halloween one, too. And we, again, we had a, a huge, huge lineup. Now, it, it, one thing happened was the rain. It, this, the entire summer, um, it was raining. And also, my partnership at the Inglebean, um, or whatever it was, um, it was just crazy. So that happened, and everything was just, it wasn't falling apart, but I was being torn from every single which direction. I had to, you know, that's when I started working at the Inglebean full-time. Um, remember, this is Dennis Allen, a City Boy homesteader. He came out here to homestead, not... Um, not specifically to run a coffee shop or to own a coffee shop. I wanted to do like a part-time thing there and just be part owners or whatever, or, you know. But anyway, that's a that's a whole other thing. But like the music venue, homesteading, um, you know, you want your home to provide for you. So the quarry on my property is providing for me. Future endeavors are going to make money. We're going to be, you know, having real concerts in there. Quarry Fest Fall, like I was saying... It was a flop. It rained. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't planned well. We dropped the ball. It was kind of like that Fry Music Festival. Um, if you haven't seen that documentary, if you like crazy things, uh, watch that. It was uh, it was kind of like a scam artist doing this, but I mean, it could have it could have happened if he planned it better or did any planning or listened to anybody but anyway um the second one it, it rained and i was very unprepared so it didn't do that great we did raise a couple hundred dollars um for the radio station we did have a good party we had a couple plant bands playing uh troy from the hardware store was great him and his son ozzy were flipping burgers all day I and mean, we had a heck of a party it was a lot of fun Rusty Rail donated beer, so we had all the beer we wanted. Mount Nini Kombucha, we had kombucha. We had CBD oil there. I mean, it was great. We set up the yurt. I have a Mongolian yurt that's part of my homestead, and it's now sitting up. Uh, we set it up in the quarry. It's still there. We set it up for kind of like, oh, it's raining. So we did have that, which was great. We had the um, the wood-burning stove on in there, and it was nice and toasty and dry. So it was a great party, you know, raised raised a little bit of money, but I would have rather have given them two hundred dollars out of my own pocket and said, um, but no, it was a great party. I can't say that. I can't say that. See, I'm complaining. No complaining. My life is amazing. You know, these problems are very minuscule. Um my leg on the other hand still hurts, but it'll be better. What's next? Quarry Fest fall. So on um, April 20th, I, people keep saying 420, so I guess we're going to say Quarry Fest 420. I'm not sure. Yeah, I get that joke. I love that joke. Quarry Fest 420, people. April 20th, um, we're going to do the same kind of setup. Two stages, vendors, more prepared this time, Porta johns parking. Um, hmm, parking is an issue. And... I guess that's what I want to talk about now is what we're going to need for this music venue. 
So I have an available space. The inside of the quarry, like that little oval section, can hold comfortably thousand, say just a thousand people. We don't have the capacity to park a thousand cars. I have the land, um, and if it doesn't rain or if it's nice and dry, it probably fit a lot of four by four vehicles. Um, but we need a parking lot. We need a couple other things with this music venue. We're going to need, I want to get um, power into the quarry because if we're going to have a real music venue and I'm charging you know, people anything, I don't want them like, oh, the generators going off all over. Maybe one day we could think about the solar aspect of it. You know, I know I've been uh, talking to Elon Musk a lot about getting some uh, free solar panels up around the quarry. That is not true, but it could happen. Maybe you never know. Maybe he's listening to this podcast. Elon Musk or anybody know Elon Musk? I need a bunch of solar panels or anybody that wants to supply us with solar panels. I will put your name all over them and I'll talk about you very, very nicely. Um, but for now, run a couple of telephone poles into the quarry, get some music. I have a designated spot where I want to build a parking lot it's part of the quarry section so it's just it's already like compressed rock but it's lower and it floods all the time so i'm going to need to build some infrastructure there i did talk to john claire and i got a a, an appraisal for about six thousand dollars to build out a a nice parking lot and then another entrance into that parking lot so you don't you know anyway it's a road issue but it's going to take about six thousand dollars there I made myself um, on Quarry Road a probably about 20, 30 parking spots there. I have access to park on the road on one side. The other side is an Amish farm. I mean, I could actually talk to him, maybe squeeze in another 10 cars, but there's probably about 50 cars over there. Um, the parking lot I'm building is going to probably fit about 100 cars. The farm where I bought my land from, he has a parking lot on there um, that he'll let me use too. It's not a parking lot, but it's where he has the hay and you know tractors and everything. We could put the tractors in the farm, so that'll probably that could fit. Um, I forget how many other cars, but I'm gonna need that main parking lot of uh, at least you know for for elderly people or people with kids or anybody that needs you know VIP parking or closer parking, because the other way from Walking from Brian's house down Quarry Road, it's probably like, you know, a quarter of a mile walk maybe um, with going around the bridge and everything. How am I going to get that money? So my plan, my crazy plan is I would like to do, and I am doing, a uh, GoFundMe or some kind of crowdfunding thing like that, maybe sell pre-tickets. I... Um, I recently met a gentleman in a marketing company that he said that his marketing company out in Philly would do a pro bono um, GoFundMe for this. He owns a little cabin in the area, so he's really big into music and just building up the community. So he said he could help. I have a lot of people, you know, local sponsors that are going to help. You know, $6,000, I mean, I could even somehow scrangle up that that much money to... uh, to pay for myself, you know, I, if I was doing it with the road and when I, you know, had the uh, 
the budget that I had before, before, you know, building everything. I could have probably maybe have done that, but who knew what was going to happen. So, yeah, Quarry Fest Fall 420 is happening. Um, we're still looking for vendors, sponsors, musicians, everything. Anybody um, want to participate, volunteer? We need volunteers, bands, whatever. Shoot me an email, um, dennis at woodwardquarry.com. We do have a website, woodwardquarry.com. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, so what this podcast is going to be, um, I'm pretty much done talking about me. That's a lot of music stuff I have going on in my life. Like I said, never really, I mean, I wasn't a music concert goer or anything, but I mean, I love doing things like this. You know, if I could make a couple of dollars and throw some awesome, I like throwing parties. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I love listening to music. I just don't follow it, but it's a lot of fun. I love my open mics at the Inglebean. I love the uh, the concerts we have so that we've had so far. So, but this 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 um, this podcast is going to be you know talking about everything music, and, and it's going to be a, a way to get a conversation going. You know, I want to build this podcast, and there's a big music community here. And I'm smack dab in the middle of it and a huge part of it, believe it or not. I mean, Elk Creek alone has, you know, like Tal Nation, Tal National, they're an African band from West Africa. They come here once or twice a year to play. Amazing. Like right here in central, central Pennsylvania. And then bands like Billy Strings and Marah, you know, they're kind of local guys and they play here and they're super, super talented, you know? It's amazing. It's so amazing. So, there's a huge music scene. There's a very, there's a lot of great talent in this area. So this this podcast is going to be based around the music scene in the Milheim area. Music Milheim Mondays, Monday and music, whatever. I don't know. But the next podcast coming out is going to be the Cup of Joe with Joe, and that's going to be really based um, locally. Locally, uh, what's in going on in Penns Valley in the area, and I'm going to do that one mainly for um the Inglebean. that's going to be something for the local community i'm going to put it through the com. it's going to be their podcast they're all going to be on dennisallen.com but the music one is going to go also onto the woodwardquarry.com slash podcast and the cup of joe with joe at the Inglebean is going to be uh also on the com slash podcast page so check them all out listen to you know if you're mainly talking to want to talk about homesteading and you know that that's my main thing is is that that's where i'm going to focus more of my time uh that's going to be on i forget wednesdays yes and then fridays are going to be couple joe on fridays or it's going to change i don't know i know music mondays works perfectly that's going to be probably with Chris Whitmer. He's a local musician, and he helped me. You know, he's helping with all the Quarry Fest and everything. So it's going to be him and I talking music. He knows a lot more about music than I do, but I like to talk. So I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'm going to put a. I think I'm going to put a song. I don't even know if I'm going to put a song. I'm going to put a local song. Hold on. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure we could get it. 
the local artist is Eric Ian Farmer. I uh, got a man crush on this guy from the album Metrodome, and this song is called When You Walked Into the Room. So this is Eric Ian Farmer. I really would love to have him at Quarry Fest. We'll see if it happens, but he'll definitely play somewhere at the Inglebean or Quarry Fest soon. So enjoy his song. Please, everybody, spread the, the, the love, spread the podcast, let your friends know about it, comment below what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. I know I'm rusty at this. Actually, I'm new at this, so I'm not rusty at all. So it might sound horrible or whatever, but bear with me. It'll all get better. Thank you. Dennis Allen is out.
you go looking for it, it's not out there. It came in when you walked into the room. I, 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 